Montgomery County Mayor Jim Durrett has declared a state of local emergency in the county in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. He joins Charlie and Katie to talk about what exactly that means and how it affects employees of the county and citizens as well. He also talks about testing for the COVID-19 virus and how that's happening in Montgomery County. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. I know you got a lot going on. I mean, it's kind of a crazy world out there. The weather's terrible, and uh, you've got everything coming at you of all different angles. So thank you for taking time to come in today and talk to us a little bit about what in the world's going on with all this stuff, right? That's right. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. You know, I got up and walked to let my little dog out this morning. Birds were chirping. Uh, it had rained a little bit, but it was daylight, so it's all good. Right? So... Yesterday, you issued a state of local emergency. Did I say that right? Yes. Explain to the people listening, what does that really mean? What does that mean? Well, it just, it, it's it's a section in Tennessee Code Annotated that gives local governments, mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better word, that's not exactly how it says in the, in the code, but it gives local jurisdictions the, the authority to declare states of local emergency. And you can do it for a seven-day period, but you have the opportunity to extend it for additional seven-day periods after the end of mm-hmm. each seven days. And so uh, to do that and what that allows us to do, it, it, it allows us to make decisions related to the work that we do. Mm-hmm. And so obviously the work that we do is we serve the public. And so in doing that, we felt we need to be doing our part to limit the spread of the coronavirus. And so a lot of our buildings have a lot of people come in them. Uh, Monday morning at the clerk's office, they said it was as busy as any Monday morning that we've ever had. Oh, wow. And so it's just people coming in and, and doing stuff. And and so we're going to limit public access to our facilities. Uh, one of the big struggles is with the courts complex. You know, people have civil rights. Mm-hmm. Due processes have to be. Uh, there's filings that have to be done. It could be something from a domestic standpoint. It could be something from a temporary restraining order uh, or a protection or, or order of protection. And so the judges have got the judges were sent down an order from the Tennessee Supreme Court, and they're modifying what they're doing, but there's still some things that they have to do. And in some cases, people have to appear. In some cases, a witness may have to appear. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to accommodate that, but we're eliminating just the day-to-day traffic that we see in there, that people that would come in and pay uh, a fine or something at the clerk's office, uh, some of these civil matters and uh, general sessions matters that don't necessarily have to be adjudicated right now. Uh, so in that 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 that's an issue there, but we're working through that. Uh, we had a meeting with uh, the judges, not the judges, but the presiding judges yesterday, along with the uh, other elected officials in Montgomery County, our, like our clerk, our assessor property, all those. And um, because they are government they are elected official just like i am and so uh they have some things they can do with their 
their office personnel that that we can't do, but we control the buildings. Right. And so it's important that we're all on the same page and on the same team, and we are. And that's a great thing about working with those folks. But, you know, the clerk's office is another place that there are certain things that have to, you have to physically see somebody for a passport to make sure they're not intoxicated and things like that. Well, Kelly Jackson, she suspended passports for now, uh, reissues or new issues, and makes sense. You can't go anywhere. Right. So, so yeah. you know, we don't need people in there, everybody coming in there trying to get a passport. And so Kelly will still have some interaction. And you take the building and codes department. We can do a lot of stuff um, electronically as we can throughout all of county government. But there's some handoff of documents that have to occur. I go back to the clerk's office. Somebody buys a car. Typically, the the car dealers, every day, they bring a big packet of all this title work down to Kelly's office. Well, we're, we're just going to have a drop box where they can deliver it. They're yeah. not going to mm-hmm. come in there and walk around to eight or ten different counters. Yeah. And, so, and then the, the other thing we've done is, from a staffing standpoint, uh, we want to make sure that we continue to operate government uh from now on and we want to do it in a we we want to do it in a timely manner in a professional manner and so we're we've asked everybody to look at their staffing levels and to reduce their staffs and and basically create a shift environment for county employees instead of working you know five eights what we're going to do is we're asking them to minimize their staff and so some people will go home for a week they're going to get paid, and then there'll be a team, a shift, whatever you want to call it, that'll work a week. In some, it may be, in some cases, we may have three shifts. Uh, in some cases, it just two. Um, and so they'll go home. The ones that were that worked next week will go home, and then the ones that didn't work next week will come in the following week. And prior to they come in, uh, we put out a, a invitation to. Uh, I say invitation. We actually receive quotes to go in and and sanitize our buildings. You mm-hmm. can do it with a fogging process, yep. and it, it kills the coronavirus. So on Friday, between Friday and Monday, we'll go in and we'll sanitize that entire facility, and then we'll bring the new people into a clean environment. That's not saying that somebody that comes in into that clean on Monday morning you're starting from at ground zero. That's that's right. And somebody that comes to work could have it, and we don't know it. And then I think the other thing that that you know we we are stressing uh, that if if somebody's sick, look, just stay home. And we, we, we did this even last week. We said that uh, if you're sick, we want you to stay home. If you run out of sick time, we're going to let you run a negative balance. Mm-hmm. And then once things get back to where they need to be, as you work, instead of accumulating additional time, you'll just be paying off yeah. your debt, so yeah. to speak. Right. And so nobody's going to lose a paycheck. Nobody's going to lose any money. And we we said, we know at the end of all this that somebody's going to say, well, so-and-so uh, had more time off than I did. And, and you know what? I've told everybody, you know what? When we get to those, we'll deal with that at the yeah. end of this thing. Yeah. We're not going to deal with it as we go through it. And so uh, now we are looking at uh, we, uh, there's so many different things we've done. Uh, and and I, I think it's imperative for us to kind of set the lead in it. Uh, but we had an employee uh, that had to go to New Jersey. Employee came back. 
and was going to come back to work, and she, they called and said, hey, I was in New Jersey. There's X amount of confirmed cases in this county. We said, hey, you work at home for the next 14 days. If you develop symptoms, yep. you need to follow the CDC <clears throat> guidelines. We had another employee that uh, traveled to Las Vegas, and the department was worried about, you know, being on a plane, being around a bunch of people. And we just said, look, send her home. Right. Let her work yeah. from home. And and so we're just having to take those type steps. You know, I'll be honest with you. One of the things that, that I think is really important that we've done, and I know other communities have done it as well, but we reached out to our state legislatures and said, look, we're required by law to have public meetings. Well, Everything you hear is you don't want public yeah. gatherings, yeah. and so we have twenty-one commissioners, and so how do we how do we do a county commission meeting and have it open to the public? And so we've asked our state legislatures to relax that law, and there's some people that are opposed to it, and I understand they're opposed to it, uh, but we've got to continue to do business. Mm-hmm. You know, if we have to. Uh, Especially put, in a time like this, yeah, if we've yeah. got to put money in the sheriff's department or or. Uh, the clerk's office or wherever, or even to sanitize these buildings, that's not budgeted. And so, but, you know, I've let the commission know that that, you know, some of the steps that were taken and, and they're, uh, you know, we're not telling them every single little bitty detail like the employee that went to Las Vegas, but we're telling them that we put out quotes for spraying and we're going to be doing that. And, you know, it's going to cost us yeah. some money and we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and all those meetings will still be available online. I'm, I'm sure they will just They'll the be, way they normally are. They so. will, and you know the the open meetings law. And I I, I think both of y'all know me well enough. I, I'm pretty transparent, and um, unless it's a public hearing regarding zoning or something like that. We, the public doesn't participate. All they do is listen. They sit and listen. And so our mindset and our thought is, well, let's do a uh, let's do just put out a, a WebEx phone call and people can call in and listen. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a really good idea. I was just on a f- conference call with the governor with 95 county mayors. And some of them don't mute their phones, and yeah. they're in the background Oh, I've been talking. on those calls and before. You, you, we've all done that. Yeah. And, and so we've got to figure out a way to, mm-hmm. to I, I mean, if, just say my my daughter was listening to it, and she's holding her baby, feeding her baby, and the baby starts crying. Well, we're going to hear the baby start yeah. crying mm-hmm. at our meeting, and so, or everybody on the audience will. So we, we, we've got some things like that we got to work through, but... We're going to get yeah. there. And, and I think, you know, one of the biggest concerns, well, besides the unknown. The unknown's is, the big thing. Is testing. Yeah. So can you talk to us about testing and what's going on in Montgomery County? Yeah, I know the president had had a press conference uh, like, I don't know, 10 or 11, uh, and they announced some things on testing that I know it's going to be pushed down to the states. And we, we had a conference call at 1030 today with the governor, and they talked a little bit about testing, but they said they would be emailing us some some additional information this afternoon. But i tell you what I know about testing. We, we don't need to go get tested. 
We're not sick. We're, we're not sick. We don't have the symptoms. And so if you go and ask to be tested at the health department or to your primary care physician, they're not going to test you. Yeah. And because if we did that, we would quickly run out of tests. I know there's some issues with the test kits, but I know because of the president's declaration, it's allowed independent labs to get involved in this process as well now. And so all of that's starting to ramp up. And so then I think you'll see that uh, more tests will be available for the people that need to be tested. So currently, Charlie, you can Tonova has the test, Premier Medical has a test in the health department. So you get you're sick, you got you know you meet all the criteria, you go get tested, you go to your doctor, they yep. say we're going to test you. Then they have to send it off to a lab in Nashville, and I okay. think that's some of the confusion because people are just used to let me swab you for the flu and come back in and go, oh, you got it. Yeah. No, it's going to take some time because they have to send that test off okay. to 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 see whether it's positive or negative. Yeah, yeah and so you know, and, and again, you know, I, I just think if everybody will follow uh, the guidelines that have been set out, uh, the and social dis- hands, social distancing thing is critical. Washing your hands is critical. Uh, but if you're sick, don't go out in the public. Don't mm-hmm. go to work. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that's hard for some people. And for a lot of people, it's financially hard for them. And because they probably will, some of them may not get paid. And so I, I think what the federal government is doing is they're going to do something about that. They're going to stimulate the economy. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, I know better days are, are ahead of us. Maybe the next week or so may be a, a, maybe a little bit rougher. But, you know, and I, I, I'm going to use a term that's been being using. It's all about flattening that curve. We don't yeah. need mm-hmm. it to peak. Uh, we just need to flatten the curve. And uh, I think we're, we, uh, local government, I think we as a state government and I think we as a nation have kind of put the the steps in place to uh, to do that. And now it's up to the people. And I think Americans are going to rally to the cause. And I think they're going to shut this thing down quicker than any other country has, because I think they're going to do what we need to do. Yeah. Well, we've proven not just in this city but in this country that when we feel like we're being pushed down i mean that's when people rally together and i think we'll see even though right now there's a lot of uncertain times and i think that's the hardest part nobody knows what to expect but i think that after this is over we're going to see a lot of organic things that have happened you know relationships that are being built because people supported each other and I mean, heck, if everybody, if we come out of this and everybody washes their hands more, hey, next year could be a great flu season. Yep. (laughs) You know? You're exactly right. Well, I'm sorry, Mary. No, go ahead. I know one thing that you and Mary Pitts both have been really good at just over the, just the last week is keeping everyone updated. And so at social medias and all, you know, Clarksville Nows and all, all these websites, people can get the information if they just just pay attention. Right. It's out there. And, and, and you know, uh, it, it, they can. And I saw a post today. I, I try to stay off social media other than on my page. But to get to my page, I'm not a, a, a tech junkie. Yeah. So to get to my page, I have to go to Facebook. And then I got to click on a button or one of those little Icons. One of those doohickeys? Yeah, doohickeys. <laughs> and so, but I saw this post and I looked at it and it was like, I can't go, I'm not going to name where it is. I couldn't go into this place and the bank wouldn't take my deposit. 
And I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty weird. And so I kind of scrolled down and looked at the comments, and finally it was, it wouldn't take my deposit because the ATM I was trying to use was broke. Oh. But but everybody knows that somebody will read that, and they'll tell somebody that didn't read it. They'll well, see it for the, what so it and so yeah. went to the bank, and they wouldn't take their deposit. Now everybody's panicking that they can't get their money, and it's really about just remaining calm. And I this this I, I don't want to underemphasize what this uh, coronavirus is, but you know it's a strain of the flu. Uh, We've had other coronaviruses. This is when uh, COVID-19 or whatever it's called. And, I mean, I just listened to the the people that know that the majority of the people, the majority of the people will, they'll get sick, but they're going to get well. And if you look at the deaths that have occurred in the United States and where they've occurred, I think over half of them are like in or more than half are in nursing homes. Right. And so they put something in place to limit those visits. And and so I think we're doing everything. But I mean, if anybody gets anything out of this is is if you're sick, stay home because you probably are going to get well. But you may infect somebody that yeah. has a weakened immune system, that their body's not able to handle it, that they may be elderly or whatever, and it it may cause them to die. And so I don't want to be a part of anything like that. So I'm 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 going to do what the people are asking me to do, and we're, we're county government's going to do that as well. Well, I th- you so far have been very vigilant about getting the information out and. Um taking it serious and we have to because we don't yeah. know what's going to happen so thank you for well, well and we, and katie i didn't mean to interrupt you but we, we'll get some more information out hopefully this afternoon once we get uh, the information from mm-hmm. from um, um the governor but you know i can't tell you uh, this morning i got to the office about eight o'clock and till like ten fifteen, I did nothing but sit at my desk and either email, text, or talk on the phone. Mm. I never got out of my chair. And every bit of it was about this virus, but every bit of it was about what are things we can do to help. Mm-hmm. And so it's from the Community Health Foundation. Mm-hmm. It's from local uh, restaurants. What can I do? It's from pastors. It's from all these different people. And obviously, we're talking to our departments, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so, you know, there there's a it, it it's I, I don't want to say it's a, uh, I, I don't want to underestimate it and I don't underestimate it. And I said in the uh, in our news release the other day, I, I, I'd lots rather be accused of overreacting as opposed to underreacting. Mm-hmm. And so we're 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 going to overreact to some degree, but we're not panicking. And um, you know, there's some other measures that will come out uh, from a testing standpoint. I think when we see what the governor's going to do, but uh, there's a lot of local effort behind the scenes too that are going on to try to help feed people. You know, I even got criticized in my press release. Um, somebody, I didn't see it. Somebody told me, do you see what so-and-so, and I don't know who so-and-so was, said, uh, uh, commented on your Facebook page on your release. And I was like, no. And they said, they said, Dirk's such an idiot because he told somebody to go mow, theirs, mow, mow some, their neighbor's yard. And uh, I don't know what, 
I'm an idiot for if you go over and mow somebody's yard and you don't go in their house and you're sitting on your mower by yourself. I mean, you're doing about as much social distancing as yeah. you can do. And you've done something kind for your neighbor. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. people just need to not panic. And uh, people, the biggest issue is people need to be educated and Facebook is not a place to educate yourself. There, are, I mean, everybody on Facebook is a reporter. And they're not checking the facts. They're not educating themselves. So, I mean, know what you're talking about. Know what's really going on. Yeah, and and, and, uh, Katie, that's such a great point. And and listen to the factual sources. Right. Listen to the factual Mm -hmm. sources. I mean, we're going to be upfront, transparent with the public. We're going to let them know. We're going to answer every question that we can answer. And I'm not saying it's all the county. It's the city as well. It's the health department. It's everybody. Uh, it's everybody. But listen, listen to the listen to the people that are in the know and not just the self-proclaimed reporters out there on social media. Um, I'm not to switch subjects. This is important. But Joey Smith texted me this morning and told me that um, I know it's not going to get reported on because everybody wants to report on Corona. But Montgomery County was named one of the top 10 healthiest counties in the state. Yep, we broke into the top yeah. 10. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, that, I think that could go public today. And uh I, I think I know. I think Joey put something out. Uh, I hadn't seen it, but I think he did. But we were, I think we were 14th or 15th, and Joey's been working really, been really working hard, hard. Uh, to get us in the top 10. And his goal is to make us number one. So uh, we need stuff to celebrate right now. We do, and you know, Katie, it's. I didn't say this in our board of health meeting this week, but when Joey was telling us that, that's really a, a big, big accomplishment for Montgomery County and I'll tell you why because one of them is your uh your mor- mortality rate or your infant mortality rate so if a 1 year old child dies you get 74 points because the mortality rate is 75 so if a 74 year old person dies you get 1 uh Oh, wow. So when you start when you really start thinking about that, Clarksville's the youngest population in Montgomery County. Right. No, in Tennessee. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I meant yeah. to say. If I said the youngest in Montgomery County, <laughs> well, I guess they are because they're the only city in Montgomery that's County. Right. But uh, but but the youngest population in Tennessee by uh, it's right at nine years, I think. And so that just for us to be in the top ten and the way that factor is, mm-hmm. is wow, you're is figured, right. It just says a lot about our community. It really does. Well, Joey's got passion, and we do. He a, sure does. He do sure a, does. We definitely appreciate the work yeah. he's putting in. Well, Mayor, you got. Passion too and I Charlie and I we so appreciate you coming in today because I know that your plate is full and just thank you for being on the front lines and keeping us all informed and um, we all will get through this well I thank y'all for doing it I think it's important that we try to get as much information out to the public factual information as we can and so uh, anytime we can help in that way please holler Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.